Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And I'm John Ryan. Yeah, John Ryan's in studio. He's our big digital camera expert, and uh, we have the big digital camera show. Feel free to no, – I shouldn't have said it that way, should I have, John? <laughs> uh, but uh, John is in studio, and uh, so if you've got digital camera questions, if you're looking to improve your digital camera skills, if you uh, have a thought as far as what you want to do for digital photography for the holidays or even what to buy, um, John is our resident expert and uh, we'll be happy to help you with those things. So feel free to get online. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, uh, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. So get out. We're going to try to take the digital camera calls uh, first. Uh, right now, lines are all wide open, obviously, so feel free to get on if you if you want to talk about that. In some quick news before we get to digital photography, because I do have some things to ask, John. <clears throat> you might have heard this. This is, you know, so I'm not the biggest Apple fan. And the reason I'm not is primarily due to the cost. <laughs> And everyone says, yeah, but Eric, they're so smart. You know, the Apple people, they never make a mistake. You know, their systems are so secure and they're just the best, right? So if you downloaded the latest version of Apple Sierra, version 10, Mac OS uh, High Sierra, I should say, they had one of the most, the most ridiculous security flaws ever, ever, period. You can get to, if you have High Sierra now and you haven't updated the latest patch that they finally sent out, you could get to the root level of your Mac, anybody can, by the way, by simply logging in as root with a password of blank. Oh my God. Oh my God is right. This is Apple. Again, the reason I talk about Apple the way I do is they're the same geeks as any other geeks. For you to think, that because you pay three times what I do for a computer that you're a smarter geek than me, I, d I just don't believe it. And if this isn't a good enough example for you, I don't know what is. A, oh. pa a, pa a username of root and a password of blank gives you admin-level credentials to that box. That's scary. How do you spell blank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good point. So the password was no password. It's just root. And hit enter. <laughs> Good point. You get, you, got people, you get all the Apple guys out there saying, what? A password? A B-L-A-N-K? No. No password. Um, it's it's unforgivable. Unforgivable? Unforgivable? Yeesh. Easy for you to yeah, say. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's it, it, They have fixed it. But just again, guys, just because you have an Apple, you're not impervious. Please believe me on that. Back up your stuff. Use passwords, secure your data, and expect it to fail. It will. It's a computer. So, well, the software is written by human beings, and right. human beings are fallible. <laughs> yes, they sure are. 
Uh, so I had to bring that up, and I'll put a link up to the uh, the article for you to review. We've had uh, Whip City Fiber on, right? Those are the municipal guys up there in Westfield, Mass., who are going to offer you 1,000 megabits of speed for 69 whole dollars. This is municipal fiber. East Hartford is looking at doing a similar thing. Now, wow. Tab is located in East Hartford, so I'm drooling. <laughs> They're working with a company called Sci-Fi. Uh, this is a New Jersey company. Now, they're, of course, battling the incumbents, Comcast, Frontier, Cox, um, because, you know, those guys are going to not like uh, a municipality coming in and offering. Competition? Competition. <laughs> um, you already know my feeling on whether or not the municipality will be successful at this type of stuff. But in this case, Sci-Fi uh, is the company that is actually working to put the fiber in, and the um, taxpayers will not be a backstop to it. Period. So there's no risk to the taxpayer. This is an interesting approach, uh, which makes me feel very good about it. It's so it's a public-private kind of connection there, uh, because the town is going to be the first customer, and of course those big incumbent broadband companies are all upset. But there's one other player that I didn't think of that would be so upset: Frontiers Union, who puts the lines up on the poles, is upset. They're one of the guys who are pushing against this. And, uh, you know, I know you guys gave us the weekend and you gave us Labor Day, but give us some internet uh, cost effectiveness, too. Don't, pro- don't protect these big incumbent monsters from allowing the rest of us to have less expensive internet. Well, I'm vice chairman of planning and zoning in East Hartford. Ah. Um, have you heard about this? Oh, yeah. We talked about it in our last meeting. Nice. They're actually going to be trenching at ground level. Yep. And that avoids... The problem with the Frontier Union, because nobody's fighting over polls. But I also believe that they're not going to do it unless they get a certain commitment. I'll be in. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, where can I write my check? They, the, the minimum commitment was like one person per area of East Hartford is all they needed. Mm-hmm. This is an utter no-brainer. If you live in East Hartford or your business in East Hartford, call who? Uh, is it the Economic Development Office? Uh, the planning, planning Office. Yeah. Tell them you're interested because, are you kidding me? Let's go. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And uh, again, I've never been really for municipal getting involved in this kind of stuff because I don't, I figure they're going to probably screw it up. But even if they screw it up halfway, you still get 500 megabits for 69 mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, I was joking with the Whip City guys. They're doing a great job. Um, if if uh, East Hartford does a great job, that's awesome. If Sci Fi comes in and does this, and uh, let's embrace competition. You know, if your cheese gets, everyone's cheese gets moved. You you know what? Learn how to dig fiber trenches rather than fight about putting it on a pole. Those pole the pole idea is a pretty bad one. Ask Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know, hopefully they're putting in fiber trenches rather than putting up more poles. Because guess what? You know, it just doesn't seem to work that well. So I'm excited about that. If you can't tell, um, hopefully it works out. Yeah, it's going to go in on the green belt. You know, the grass in front that you have to cut that doesn't belong to you. Okay. Right between the sidewalk and the street. It's going to go right in there. Nice. And it's like it's called micro-trenching. They don't even do a big deal. It's like uh, not even a very depth, deep uh, hole. It's not even a very big pipe that they're putting in. No. And uh, this is tremendous. I hope, I hope it works out, and I hope more folks do it. Uh, less barriers to competition you know, is what we need here, and we'll get less expensive internet. Bob, you had one, one quick thing you wanted to bring up, too. Yeah. Um, we all know how much you like uh, Apple. <laughs> So every iPhone They're just expensive. Every iPhone 10 is not created equal. This surprises study me. Study says it. Yeah, this I didn't is know a that. study by uh uh PC Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh 
lab testing by Cellular Insights. Yeah. Okay. The study compared performance on LTE band 4, which is used by most U.S. phone carriers, and yeah. showed that when signals were weak, less than uh, minus 85 dBm, mm -hmm. the Qualcomm modem consistently achieved faster speeds. Both models stopped working completely around the same signal, stre signal strength, right. minus 129 dBm, but Qualcomm, Qualcomm was faster throughout the testing. So if you guys didn't know this, you could have a Qualcomm modem or an Intel modem in your Apple X, uh, your Apple 10, whatever they call it. Is it an X or a 10? I don't know. Well, they say iPhone. There's an X here, yeah. but it's 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, iPhone uh, 10 may vary depending on which model you have. Both are sold in the U.S. This information comes shortly after Qualcomm's legal filing uh, to try to ban sales of Intel-based iPhone 10 models in the U.S. Interesting. Apple began using both Qualcomm and Intel. Intel modems, beginning mm -hmm. with the iPhone 7, right. and Cellular Insights found Qualcomm models performed better by about the same margin then as well. So interesting. So even within an, an Apple device, there's a fight between the technology inside, and it might be a little thinner, a little lighter, a little faster, but there's two flavors. So your, your phone could be faster than the next guy's. So that could cause a whole new rip between Apple users if they, hey, I got a Qualcomm and you don't. They may have even put a Q on their phone well, so you that they can designate it. Get, get the Qualcomm <laughs> while you still can because the iPhone uh, 4, 5, and 6 all had Qualcomm modems. Yeah. And despite these positive results with Qualcomm hardware, mm. Apple's relationship with the tech giant has been volatile lately mm. after a slew of legal action. Wow. So uh, Interesting. Yeah. We'll the few, their future together seems uncertain. So even even Qualcomm has the same feelings I do. Uh, so <clears throat> before we go to a break, let's talk a little bit with John and, and digital cameras. So what's out there in digital cameras that's kind of cool and new, John, you want to oh, bring up? Oh, uh, something that uh, it's been on the horizon for years. Mm -hmm. It's been termed as vaporware for the longest time. Yeah. A little cartridge that goes into your old 35-millimeter film cameras and turns them into a digital camera. Wow. Everybody said they had them. You'd, you'd read about them in the trade papers, and they never materialized. Well, mm -hmm. Yashica, okay. an uh, old Japanese camera company, has something called the Y35 Digifilm uh, cartridge, and it's a working prototype. Yep. And they've raised uh, $1.25 million in crowdfunding to bring this to uh, fruition. Neat. It looks great. I mean, you know, all these cameras that are sitting in closets yeah. that you haven't been using for years, hopefully you're going to be able to use them again. They'd have um, a new life. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's just phenomenal. I, I love my old stuff. I think it's more durable than the newer stuff. Mm -hmm. They're built like tanks. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, and this is going to give me a chance to break them out of the closet again. So right. that's something you should keep an eye on. They're they're. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yashica's been around for a long time. They they've been really smart with the way they did things. They partnered with Contacts years ago to to use Zeiss lenses on their cameras. Mm -hmm. uh, they made a great medium format <laughs> entry level camera. Those of you who shot at the 124G. You'll remember it. Uh, built like a tank. Probably 90% of the photo students used it up uh, until they could afford to buy a, a better right. di uh, medium format camera. Yep. Just a really good company in my Neat. opinion. They're coming back. They've got something. So Let's see if we can get this to come to fruition. A lot yeah, of cameras uh, out there. They're, they're crowdsourcing on Indiegogo. All right. So We'll put a link. Yeah. Check it out. I, 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 I put my money into it already. All right. 
Sounds good. So John's going to be here all show. If you've got a digital camera question, any kind of thoughts, he'll be giving more advice on what's out there as far as what you should look for this holiday season. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got three lines wide open. Feel free to get online. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. It's the big digital camera show. John Ryan's in studio, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Get online. A couple lines open for you if you want to talk about digital cameras, digital photography, how to get your photos back if you lost them, which I'm going to talk about myself. Um, so uh, maybe I didn't lose this these photos on this one card. Let's go to uh, your calls first, though. We're going to go to Anna and Marlboro first. Hey, Anna, what's up? have a question. I'm looking for a digital camera. I have an old one at school and I'm, I'm a music teacher and mm-hmm. I videotape the kids when they're singing their chorus concert and I you know, videotape the band and orchestra. Nice. And I just would like a little bit maybe better quality uh, or maybe I'm just doing something wrong and I just didn't know if there was like an easy point and click either taking pictures or taking a video kind of a camera that you know is not too expensive because it's for school. So... Mm-hmm. You can get a lot with these inexpensive cameras yeah. these days. Yeah. Hi, Anna. How you doing? Um, I am fine. What camera do you have now? Oh, gosh. You know, it's at school, and I don't know. It's just little. It's just this little one. It's got to be at least, like, seven years old. Oh, yeah. Time to get something new. Yeah. Um, that's, I knew I was, you know, I, I was due. and um, But I'm just trying to figure out how to do it and not spend a lot of money. Well... Canon, Olympus, Nikon, all have great offerings. Um, Are you thinking the ruggedized ones? The yeah, yeah, the little ruggedized ones. They're they're water resistant. Yeah. If they fall on the floor, they bounce, and you pick right. them up and keep shooting with it's them. Uh, Fuji. That might be really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Olymp- Olympus and Fuji both have ruggedized cameras. They're about eighteen megapixels, so they're going to be really good. Yeah. Okay. They will do four uh, K video. You're Don't probably not going to need four K, so no. you'll get ten eighty P, which would be more than adequate. Yeah. You're looking at about three ninety nine to about six ninety nine, just depending upon which one you like better. Okay. Um, and if you've got band backers like we do in Southington, they'll buy it for you. Come on. Yeah. Oh, we don't. Well, oh. I mean, the high school does, but I'm in elementary, so. Ask them. But, but I do have a wonderful PTO. Yeah. So well, I'll ask the, I, I, ask the high the school price, guys. Maybe we could do something. Yeah. I'll, I'll check with them. I always check with them anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. But, okay. Yeah. That just gives me, because I thought, I, you know, I just wasn't sure and i said before you know we start figuring out money and stuff like that i thought maybe if i get a bigger uh memory you know uh, chip in it maybe mm-hmm. that'll help but it's seven just, years old probably not really. uh, yeah i think the quality is just not too great anymore like the kids are fuzzy You know, when we go to look at the picture, we look at it on a smart board, you know, so here this little camera and then all of a sudden it's on this huge smart board and, you know, they look fuzzy. And I said, no, I want them to see what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong so we can get better for the next concert kind of thing, you know. That's cool. So... Yeah, I think that okay. would that'd be great. That gets me in the right track, well, though. One of, one of the ones you should take a look at, and I've got, actually got some paperwork on it with me, uh, Olympus has a new one. It's called the Tough TG5. Um, great lens. Uh, it does all kinds of stuff. Like I said, it does the 4K, but you don't need that. Right. Um, and it's designed to get kicked around. It's an action camera. So if it falls off the counter, if the kids kick it, if somebody spills right, something right. on it, it's going to keep working. Oh, okay. But all right. That sounds great. Your best bet is to go pick them up, 
get them in your hand, yeah. look at them and go, oh, I really like this one. That's the yeah. one to get. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anna. Great. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. All right. That's a good good stuff. The Olympus here, uh, TG5, is not that expensive, right? I'm trying to see here. B&H has got it. I'm going to put a link up here for you if I can yeah. find it. But it wasn't too bad. Um, all right. Let's go on to uh, Len in Plainville next. Hey, Len. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? Actually, I'm in Wigville. You're in whatville? Wigville. It's uh, like close to Burlington, between Burlington it's, and it's Bristol. Yeah, right at the Bristol Burlington line. All right, cool. And I'm looking for a camera. I have a Nikon. I think it's a, it's a, a cool Pix. It was a 150. And the problem I'm having with it, it has an internal um, battery charger. It doesn't seem to be working anymore. I put, I buy brand new batteries. I put them in, and then I use them maybe 25, 30 pictures, and the battery says exhausted. Oh boy. And uh, so I'm just worried. Is is it worth just getting rid of the camera or buy like an external battery charger? Is there one? I, I personally, if it was me, I would buy an external battery charger first. You can get them at Best Buy relatively inexpensively and see if if the charging circuit in your camera is not good. I, I never trust charging anything in the camera. Always take my batteries out and charge them separately. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. Then there's another camera that's out. I was in the islands last year. I borrowed a camera. It was another Nikon. It was uh, similar to that uh, Coolpix, and uh, it was uh, a waterproof camera. Do you know anything about those? It's a uh, similar size. Oh, uh, that's come... uh, the P6000, I think? Yeah, something like that. It has. Uh, it's all waterproof. It's good uh, for 100 feet down. Mm. Uh, yeah, th- those things are nice. Um I would be leery about that because there's all kinds of seals that you have to maintain. Uh, back in the day of film, water was a big problem with, with waterproof cameras. It's best to get a housing to put them in. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the housing's not a big deal. I mean, even um, uh, what are those uh, GoPros? They were pretty much waterproof yeah. by their housing. That's yeah, how they yeah, kind of did it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, all right, we got to take a quick break. Do you want to stick around, Len, or do you want is that is that good I'll- enough to start? I'm all set. You answered all my questions I need. All right. Good luck, sir. Thank you very much. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Big digital camera show. We'll post everything that we're talking about today on computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G. Post it live for us. We'll be right back. And we are back. <laughs> Mysterious, ominous music from Matt this morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and we're taking your big digital camera questions. So feel free to get online, and we will do our best to help you out with those questions. John Ryan is in the studio, and uh, we're lucky enough to have him every, I don't know, every quarter or so come in and talk about digital cameras and, and what's going on. Let's go to your calls first. Let's go to, uh, we're going to go to Ellen in Bolton next. Morning, Ellen. Good morning. What's up? Um, I'm so excited. I tuned in. I haven't listened to you guys in a while, although normally I do. Um, and you're doing digital cameras, and it's exactly what I need to know. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I have an old Nikon F film camera from the 70s, and I have a lot of lenses that go with it, and I'm wondering if there's any digital camera out there that would fit those lenses. Oh, if I got good news for you. 
any Nikon digital camera will take those lenses. Nikon is the only manufacturer that has not changed their lens mount since 1959. Yay! <laughs> now, bear in mind, they're not going to be autofocus. Right. Uh, they're not. They're, some may work on programs, some may not. But the the manual metering function, and if you've got an F, you know how to manually meter. Yep. Uh, will work. Awesome. That is awesome. Absolutely. And if you really want to have a good time, Nikon just came out with the D850. It'll only set you back $3,300. Mm. <laughs> and it'll give you a 45.7 megapixel file, which is 100 megabytes right mm. out of the camera. Wow. Yikes. But it will actually work with those old lenses. You'll actually be able to get program. You'll be able to get aperture priority, shutter priority. Um, but it's a pro-level camera. And right. it's going to cost a lot more. But yeah, any Nikon will do. Out of my budget. Right. Yeah. Um, any of the Nikon cameras will work. Nice. Uh, you'll just be limited on some of the functionality, but you'll be able to use the glass. That's amazing. I, I was so excited to hear you talking about this new Digifilm cartridge that uh -huh. Yashik is trying to develop because I would dearly love to be able to use my old Nikon F. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, I I don't doubt that. I have an I have two Nikon Fs. I would love to use occasionally. I take them out every now and then, look at them, fire off the shutter, and go, "Wow, this is great!" And then put them back in the box. Yep. <laughs> so well, we'll see what you so shoot. That's very helpful. All right, Alan. Thanks great. for calling. Thanks. All right, bye bye. Bye. So good news for Nikon owners. That's great for Nikon. Nikon is smart enough to not force that obsolescence and make you buy new glass. Well, I mean, they're they're completely contrary to Apple. Right. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. The, the only the only thing they have done is they used to have the, uh, the the focusing motor in the camera body. Yeah. Um. Now they've gone and followed Canon's lead and put the focusing motor in the lens, so it mm. takes the strain off the body, keeps the battery life a little better. Mm -hmm. Um. But still, I mean, I use my old Nikon lenses on my newer cameras all the time because I just like the lenses better. Well, yeah. You already paid for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. And the glass is just – it feels nicer. I mean, the files look different than mm -hmm. the newer glass. I mean, it's subjective. Yeah, right, right. But it's just a personal preference. But she'll awesome. still be able to use them. Good news. Let's go on to uh, Bill in Windsor next. Morning, Bill. Morning. How are you today? Doing fine. How are you? Good. Good, thanks. I have a couple of questions regarding uh, digital cameras and this new technology that you just mentioned. Uh, first of all, how soon is that vaporware or that technology anticipated to hit the market? Well, I figure I've got about eight years left before I retire, somewhere in that time period. I think <laughs> they don't really say, oh, it's going to be for sale in the next uh, fiscal year or anything like that. It's just they've got a working prototype. They're looking for funding to start manufacturing it. Um, it's it's come out a couple times in the last 10 years. People have come up with these ideas and they've just never gone anywhere. But Yashika seems to be the only one who's come up with any kind of working prototype. Okay. So, so how would this work with the uh, batteries on this camera? For example, my, I have a couple of Minolta's, an XRT202 and an XC7. The XC7 is not an issue. That, that uses an S7 chip battery, which is readily available. But the XRT202 used a mercury battery, a PX625, which that became an issue even when you could still use it with film because you had to try to find some substitute to the now 
defunct uh, mercury battery, which you couldn't obtain. Yeah, mm. but you can get you can go on eBay and get adapters that you can put the uh, MS seventy six batteries, the A seventy six batteries, those little like uh, hearing aid batteries on steroids into the adapter, and it would allow you to use that adapter as a battery source for your camera. Oh. Um, but the Yashica, uh, the Y35, the picture they have on their um, Indiegogo profile is one of their old, old rangefinders. I mean, we're talking a rangefinder from the 60s that had probably a P625 or something like that. But that's the camera they use to show uh, the technology, the technology at work. And, mm. you know, and they, they made a big point about that, I think, to uh, to get them... To, to get people to realize that, hey, oh, you've got all these great cameras you've used. Well, now you'll be able to continue using them. Like the old Leicas. I, I'm sure you've heard of those. They didn't sure. have batteries at all, you know, so you'll still be able to use those. Okay. Uh, my little Canon uh, Q119 it takes a weird battery. I'll be able to use that because I'll be the first one in line. This thing comes out, I'll be buying one. I'll be pretty close to you in line. Oh, yeah. Uh, next question I have, too. A few weeks ago when you were on the show, you talked about, I believe it was a Sony camera that would work with Minolta lenses, Minolta lenses. Any so well, yeah, that's true. Any Sony uh, digital camera that takes interchangeable lenses will work with Minolta lenses, but it has to be the Minolta autofocus lenses, the old Rokor oh. lenses, okay, the SR lenses. It's going to have to be the Rotor X, the MC grade one that they came out with in their later years. Right, right yeah, when they came out with the autofocus glass. that That's okay. the stuff that Sony bought. They didn't buy right. the old mounts. Okay, so the Rotor X. They originally had a Rotor, then they had a Rotor X, then they came out with a Rotor uh, MC couple with MC for meter couple. That that have to be the lens that would work with it. The intermediary stage, the rotorettes would not work with these new Sony bodies. Right? No, no, it has to be the autofocus. Okay. Sony, the autofocus Minolta lenses, the the uh, the three thousand I, the seven thousand, the nine thousand camera series, the lenses that worked on those cameras. Okay. Not the SR cameras. Those, those that's just beyond what they wanted to get involved with. Yeah, that's not going to work, so I'll have to wait for this vaporware to come out. Yeah. Now, is that going to work with multiple camera companies, for example, Minolta, Pentex, Nikon, or is it going to just be uh, one camera? Well, from their description, it's shaped like a 35-millimeter cartridge with a little plate that goes over the pressure plate of your camera. So it'll work in any camera that takes a 35-millimeter cartridge. Yeah, that makes the market nice and huge. So you can, yeah, well, if you've got a Minolta, you can shoot in your Minolta, take it out, put it in your Pentax, shoot in your Pentax, take it out, put it in your Nikon, in your Canon Fs, whatever. You can keep shooting. Wow. That's really pretty terrific. If it comes, if it to comes fruit, out. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it'll be amazing. As, you know, I was waiting for somebody to do something like this because there's thousands or millions of uh, SLR cameras out there that are, as you said, just sitting in somebody's closet. And yep. Somebody had to come up with something to make them usable again. Absolutely. Well, on the pro level, uh, the cameras that take the interchangeable film backs, there are digital backs that will clip right onto your Hasselblad, your Mamiya's, your Fuji's, any of those cameras. So that the technology exists. It's just making it work in a 35-millimeter format. 
And if you really right. believe that strongly in it, uh, you can join the crowdfunding folks. DP Reviews got the article. We'll put a link at Computer Talk. And you, if you really think it's a good idea, you can you can throw a few bucks at it. The more folks that do, if you think it's a good idea, you might find it come to fruition. Right? Yeah, a link you can put up on your website. Oh yeah, it's already going to be up there in a matter of minutes. Okay, terrific. All right. Okay, thanks. Thanks very much for your time today. Happy holidays. You Same too, Bill. To you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Four lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC, the big digital camera show. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock, taking your digital camera questions with John Ryan in studio. And uh, we're waiting for your calls. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. So while we're waiting for you guys, I'll ask my question. So I was hoping that uh, when John came in, he might be able to give me some good advice. So my wife was uh, working on uh, getting some little digital uh, little SD cards ready for a photo shoot, and which is rare because she almost never does this. But she sat down at the, at the desk and started popping them into the camera and formatting them, getting them ready for the next <laughs> the next shoot, assuming all the pictures had been, you know, downloaded onto the computer. And uh, she did one that I hadn't moved down yet. And uh, I was hoping, you know what, I'll leave this right here. And then when John comes on, I'll ask the question. So, John, she formatted the card in the camera. Do I Did I lose all my pictures? No. Yay! No. When, <laughs> awesome. When you format the camera... What the camera does, or when you format the card, what the camera does is writes a little text file that it puts on the card and says, hey, you can start taking pictures again on me. Right. Okay. Um, the pictures you've taken to that point are still there. I love it. Uh, the camera, the card manufacturers okay. have software that you can download. Most of them are free. Some of them you, you pay a pittance for, but right. um, you download it. You plug your card into the computer. You open up the software. It finds the card. And what it does is it goes through and reads the card, removes the uh, text file, right. and creates a little folder with all the pictures. Now, it may rename them, but yeah. the pictures are still there. You just have to oh. go through and get them. Uh, there's also a really good software package, one I use. and yep. actually makes a fair amount of money for me for people who have formatted <laughs> their cards. Um, it's Sorry. called Photo Rescue. Yeah. Uh, Dutch company. Um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful software. Um, it's It's got five different ways that it will, it'll go through. If it can't find anything, it automatically switches to another algorithm and goes through. If it can't find anything, it goes through and finds another one. And it keeps going until it finds your pictures. Now, bear in mind, it's going to find every picture that's available on that card. You right. may find pictures that you took four years ago, right? But it's going to find them because the, they're there. They just haven't been overwritten yet, right? Yeah. So it's going to find whatever's there. All right. And so you're good. Is the photo rescue? I'm looking here. Uh, there's a couple of websites here. Do you know which one is the right? Do you know the manufacturer? It's photorescue.nl. I think okay. is the website. We'll find it. It's uh. The uh, little uh, avatar for the software is like a Easter Island head. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so we'll make sure that that's the right one and get it up there for you guys. So good news. If you formatted your, your card, you can get the pictures back. Yeah, and, also, uh, uh, one thing to do is never download the card from the, the pictures from the camera. Take the card out. Right. Use a card reader. Download them that way. Probably the same thing for, for smartphones too, right? 
Uh, yeah, if, if there's a card in your smartphone that you can take out and do it, uh, my uh, Apple phone does not allow me to do that because <laughs> I don't have a card in there. Oh, yes, that's right. Which, you know, but then again, I mean, it, you plug it into the computer, the, the lightning cord is powering the camera. But yeah. that's the thing is you're not, you're not going by an ex, a battery. Right. You don't want to do that. You want to da- take the card out. Yep. And card readers are cheap. Staples has them. Best oh, yeah. Buy has them. They've all got them. And they're, they'll handle multiple different types of car, uh, cards from the little teeny tiny ones. I can't even think of the, the oh, acronyms. the micro SDs. Yeah, yes. all the way up to the big the big monsters. So uh, good. Good news. Glad to hear that. And uh, we'll get those links up there for you. Let's go on to your calls. Greg in East Hartford is up next. Hey, Greg. Hi. What's up? Uh, I have a lot of slides I've been wanting to convert to digital, and I've been looking at uh, different units out there, and I'm figuring my budget's somewhere that 150, 250 range. Um, I see some units out there. For example, I I heard good reviews of this Epson V550, but what I, things I see is that it's it sounds like it was an older unit and doesn't indicate that it'll work with Windows 10. So are things like that a concern or are there other units I should be looking at? My Epson 550 works every day with my Windows 10 computer. It's an older one, much older, right? Yeah, but yeah. it works yeah. every because I, I, I have I have that and I have a Windows 10 and I use it. I also have Mac Yeah, and it works with both of them equally well. Okay. Um, now, if all you're doing is slides, I mean, there are some other dedicated slide scanning units that you can get relatively inexpensively. Um, it just depends upon what your budget is. Uh, I do I scan for people, and most times what I do is I set the set the computer up, set the scanner up, and watch TV while I'm scanning. It it just uh-huh. it, it's a long monotonous process. Nikon had a really great scanner a few years ago that had a uh, an adapter you could put on. You could load fifty slides into it and just start mm-hmm. scanning, and it would scan them. It would take them from one side, scan them, drop them into the other, and then you just replaced your slides. And you didn't have to think; you could do it while you were sleeping. Mm. They don't ex- that uh, that doesn't uh, exist anymore. Though. Oh, jeez! Yeah, you got to work the hard way. Is, is it? Sending the information direct into the computer, or and I see others that it sends to a a a, a, a chip or something. Or uh, I would be hesitant on the one sending it into a chip. You want it to go right okay. into your computer. Okay. That that's the and best that's way what, because you can just create a folder, drop them right into the folder, and you know where they are all the time. If if something happens with your chip, you've lost all your scanning. You have to go back mm-hmm. and start over again. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Great. Thank you. you bet. You're welcome, Greg. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Feel free to get online. We still have uh, four lines wide open, the big digital camera show. Do you want to bring something up? Yeah, there? I do. That's something I want to bring up. He led into that really well. Mm. This generation, people who are taking pictures now, we're probably taking more pictures than anybody else. I mean, right. just, just throwing the selfies in there. Oh, gosh. Millions and millions and millions of pictures every day. Right. But people aren't printing them. Right. They're putting them online. They're putting them in the cloud. They're leaving them on their camera. They're leaving them on the cards. They're not backing them up They're either. not backing them up. So then when the camera <laughs> dies, the card dies, the computer dies, the phone dies, those mm-hmm. pictures are gone. Yep. We have a whole generation of pictures that are disappearing. And I actually read a really good editorial 
by this guy who says, you take a picture, but is it really a photograph? Because you have no tangible evidence that you just, you took it. All you have is some digital representation on a screen. Yeah. Um, you know, you go back to our parents, our grandparents who had these huge albums that documented their life. Mm -hmm. And it was all, it's always great to look at them. I don't know anybody in my age range that has, and I'm not young, not old, but I'm not young, <laughs> who has a family album. I can't tell you the last time I looked at my wedding album, and my wife's not listening, so I can say that. Uh, <laughs> what? She's not listening? No, Sounds like my, she, life. my wife. That's why I get away with it. I get away with but it, too. <laughs> people are not pick, printing these pictures. And I mean, there are, there are a number of sources where you can get prints so cheap, right. down to like nine cents, a four by six. Yeah. You know, 10 prints for less than a buck. And that includes shipping. Yep. But, you know, we have a whole generation that's disappearing photographically. And mm -hmm. it's just, well, I remember when. Well, is there a picture? No. Then it didn't happen. Right. You yeah. know, but when I was a kid, I can go to my mom's photo album and I can see all the stupid stuff I did as a kid which mm -hmm. she has picked, that she has pictures of. Right. Well, if you're a celebrity and you have a naked nudie on your iPhone, that we seem to have that, plenty yeah, of. That, that everybody's got that now. <laughs> But, but the rest of our photos are not being absolutely, preserved. Absolutely. You know, in, in, our, in our family, I, I'm one of the dinglings who takes our, our vacations and produces those uh, Pro Show Gold shows. Right. So everyone in my family will get a DVD, a Blu-ray of our pictures. And that could be a thousand pictures, the whole show itself. Yep. So our albums are digital. But everything else, you're right. You have to make sure you download the cards to your computer. Then you have to make sure you back it up. Right. And some of these even photo-sharing sites that supposedly allow you to have unlimited pictures up there are popping and going away. Absolutely. And they gave, it the, gave you the space for free, and all of a sudden they're saying, eh, you know, this isn't quite working out. Get your stuff off of here before it goes bye-bye, and then it goes bye-bye. Right. And uh, going back to my iPhone, when I got my first iPhone, what was it? Apple gave uh, two gigs of space oh, so on generous. iCloud. So generous. Um, <laughs> I used that up really fast. Right. Now they want me to pay more money, and it's right. like, no. Right. No, I just download them onto my computer and make prints, do different things with them, back them up five different ways. So, but to your point, though, if most of the folks out there who have already paid so much for the Apple device, they're all tapped out, they don't want to spend the extra money, there's, they think their stuff is going up there, but they're not. Right. It's, they're sitting on their phones. Absolutely. And they could lose those pictures really easily because they haven't decided to pay the blood money to the cloud. Uh, but you still got to back them up, guys. So you Absolutely. can't have it both ways. you got to do something. Now, John is going to do it because you're a photography guy. Yeah. Um, but so many of us up there are, are out there are kind of lazy when it comes to this stuff. Download them, and then you got to back it up. How are you going to back up your data? Well, you got to back up your computer with multiple shots of ability to get it back. So you put your stuff on the hard drive. I think spinning at 7,200 RPMs. You know, it could crash tomorrow. Absolutely. You need a NAS device. And in my opinion, a family member with a second NAS device, who I still can't get that through committee, where you can offsite that to between NASs. Um, that's the perfect uh, backup. It doesn't cost you anything, just the initial cost of the NASs. And you have your instant cloud with your family member. So as long as the family relationship is good, you've got your free cloud. Uh, so we can talk more about that as well. We're here till 11 o'clock. We've got John Ryan in studio. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Four lines wide open. The Big Digital Camera Show. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.